Hello and welcome back to another episode of No Filter where we talk about everything and anything that we want. Um, today's topic is going to be about parents, but before I talk about my parents, I'm going to get a lot of like, I'm, I'm going to sidetrack a lot by the same time. Uh, I'm going to talk really fast um, because I naturally talk very, very fast, but at the moment, other than the fact that I have a really really painful headache and i feel like i just drowned myself in water because my nose fucking hurts um (laughs) i still have a lot of energy in me i don't know why i feel very sick but i have a lot of energy in me so i'm gonna talk very fast when i'm energetic and excited and happy i don't know but i don't know (laughs) so yeah, it's a little disclaimer, but we're going to talk about parents today. Our topic is parents, and I'm pretty sure everybody has parents. Um, If your parents have passed away, I'm so sorry about that. I don't know what it's like to have your parents pass away, but I do know the pain of having like parents who are like diagnosed with like a type of sickness. Illness is illness or what? I don't know, man. I think we'll just go for a long while. I didn't even know how I sat for SPM. I, was just, I just went there. Oh my gosh, when I went to SPM. <laughs> the, 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 the person who watches you, that person just keeps staring straight at me. And every time I do my exam, I have this habit of taking my glasses off. <laughs> Not okay. So other than the fact that because I do better, I don't. I I feel I find my glasses a bit distracting when I'm doing my exams because I'm trying to focus on the paper and not my glasses. And also when I wear glasses, I can see everything clearly, and I don't want to like focus on other people. I want to focus on my paper. I take off my glasses, right? So every time I I look up from my paper. I just look I, I, straight ahead of me. I, I sit like at the back row, but I can, like, the moment I look straight ahead, I see, like, the the the, the monitor, the the SPM monitor. I don't know what you, what you call them in English, but... Pengalas lah. That has stared at me, and I'm like, bro. And... I, I do I do I don't know why you're staring at me. Stop. And I don't know if they're actually like staring at me directly or they're just looking at a boy behind me. Or they're just looking at the things surrounding me but it just so happened to be like at my direction. So I don't know where they're looking and I don't want to or just purposely just to see where they're looking to take my glasses up and then to, like wear it and then be like, Oh, you were looking at the boy behind me. But at the same time, I'm like, if you are looking at me, I'm wearing a mask. So even if I smile, you won't be able to see that. Like you, you, you won't be able to see none of that. Like, so I, 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 I just like, yeah, okay. And then I, I go back to doing my paper. At the same time, it, I, cause I, when I do my exam, I like to like daydream a lot. By daydream, I mean like look up or look at random objects or human beings' head to think about things, to think about my answer to the question, especially in essays, because I forget a lot of shit. Right, so I, I tend to like look at people's head 
or like their hands and like I just I just focus on people's like hands and stuff like that even though it's blurry <laughs> I still can see where their hand is located because I am also a human and I know where hands are and so if someone's gonna be like oh my god she she tiru cikgu dia tiru cikgu dia um what if somebody says that, I can just go like, bitch, I'm blind. What are you gonna do about that? I can't even see what the fuck she's writing. <laughs> no one can understand what I'm writing. I freaking write as though it's like the end of the like, fucking world and I'm writing my final and last letter with like 0.01 second left before I die and I'm like, I'm writing shit ton of things. <laughs> know what i write and okay now that i've sidetracked about spm <laughs> let's talk about parents everybody has parents and like i love my parents like i really do like if people ask me about my parents i actually tell them that they are fucking adorable bro they are cute and no one can tell me otherwise like they they are perfect they are amazing they they is a whole ass package i love them right (laughs) but then my parents are also the reason why i just want to kill myself so bad because you know growing up i grew up with like a very very strict mother my mother is a whole ass nightmare but thank god she isn't that much of a nightmare now. But when I was younger, I cannot touch a single thing in my house. I cannot touch a single object in my house because I'm not allowed to. The only things I'm allowed to touch is the couch, the remote, and the floor. Everything else, no, no, Sahana. You will get smacked in the face. My mother's discipline, her way of disciplining us and like, what to do and what not to do is very scary you know it's like shit man shit it's like the one thing that you do not want to do to your child but it's the one thing that i'm very grateful for because (laughs) thank god because i see a lot of parents when they bring their kids to other people's houses and then all the kids are like oh my god can i go to your room and i'm like oh yeah sure sure come to my room right and then they're like, oh my god, you have stuffed animals? Like, oh my god, can I have that? Oh my god, what's this? Oh my god, what's that? Like one time, I have a skateboard, right? And not too long ago, I mean last year, I, I painted my skateboard. I like took off the, the sandpaper thing. I don't know what's that. It, I, oh shit, my bone. I don't know what it's called, but it's like sandpaperish. And it's there to like, you know, give you grip when you're on the board so you don't slip off the board. Yeah, the, the group thing, the sandpaper thing. <laughs> I took it off and then I painted it on the wood. And a lot of people have a hard time believing that I painted it. My friend was like, you don't do a great job at art in school. Why are you so good when you're not at school? And I do better when there's no one around me and I'm allowed to use my fucking brain. <laughs> at school, I suck. I agree. But outside of school, I'm actually very good. When I'm home alone, I do this perfectly fine. I don't know why I have an Indian accent, but it's there. Right. So like so I have the skateboard and before I painted it, thank God, before I painted it, when, while it was still all sandpaperish, this kid he he was like, Can I play with your skateboard? I'm like, Yeah, sure. 
like I would just hold you to give you support so that you don't fall in your fucking face and I, I don't want to get in trouble with your fucking parents because they look like a bunch of dicks right so I don't want to get fucking like I'm sorry I'm cursing too much hmm. I'm sorry I don't care that's how I am I like the curse and I don't give a fuck about it but um yeah so I don't want a kid to fall in a stupid face right <laughs> I'm like no I'm just gonna give you support like I actually care like a good Good older sister would care for a younger brother or in that in in the case that I'm talking about the kid is a fucking demon, right? Ran over my toes <laughs> not once, not twice, but a good handful of times over my toes. And I, I I just smiled through the pain. I was like, yeah. And the kid wasn't even like he's not like he's not like a fucking door frame. Not a door frame. He's not like a door, like a like you know the doors where like you can punch through. With literally barely any strength, and you can pierce like a whole ass hole with that door. Yeah, that kind of, he he's not like that. You know, he's a fucking buffalo. Kid was fat. It's like you should put your kid on a diet though. But the kid was fat. <laughs> he fucking ran on my door. It was so painful. Yes, smiled to me and I was like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I know that I do not want to have kids. Thank you for reminding me. But <laughs> yeah, so um other than that, the kids also like they they literally every time they come to my house and they like to go to my room. I used to have a shit ton of like stuff animal because like stuff toys. Because I, I grew up with a lot of childhood trauma. <laughs> so I, I, I would collect a lot and I just put them to bed every night. I would line them up perfectly when I was a kid, obviously. I used to do that when I still have all of them. But I don't, I don't do that now. So I would line them up perfectly. Now I just say goodbye to eat. Not goodbye, oh my gosh, I'm not dying. Good night to each and every one of them. And then I will, I will kiss them on the head. And if I kiss one of them, um, like one time, like everybody gets one kiss on the head, right? And then if I accidentally kiss the one that I love a lot more, um, two kisses or something like that, I will have to go back the whole line and give like extra kisses. And then I will to skip that one stuffed animal that I, that I kissed like an extra time. And then I... Kister. I you kinda get what I'm, I'm saying, right? So they will they will come to my house and they, they know that I have a lot of stuffed animals. They will come to my room and then they were like, Can I have this? And then every week, every time they come, they they just take one home and I'm like, Bro, the emotional attachment to those things, like I I one each one of them have some kind of story behind them of me crying over something stupid or something that's actually really, really painful and you're taking them away from me thankfully i managed to keep three without them taken away and um thankfully one of them came very very late <laughs> so i only have three stuffed animal now i have a goat um a tiny teddy bear which is losing both of its eyeballs in a its nose so i stitched stitched it up you know because he blind and he cannot smell so um i stitched it up and you're wondering how how did the eyeballs disappear sana did you like do some kind of makeshift surgery on your dolls or shit no i didn't my dog 
before she died before the bitch left me she she plucked out the eyeballs and the nose and my mom let her do it knowing that I wouldn't be happy with it my mom was like destroy this toy that my daughter have and then the dog destroyed it and then my mom was like here you go it's destroyed and then I took a needle and a thread and I stitched it up you know um that and then like uh my mom got this for me it's like 60 ringgit and it's huge it's long its name is haru because i think haru is a very very pretty pretty name you know it's very universal it's a very unisex yeah um name haru Haruya, 너무 예쁘다. Haruya, 오늘은 너 너무 너무 잘생겼다. Haruya, 뭐 하는 거예요? Yeah, um, as you know, as you can see, Haru is actually both. You can, it's more common in Japan and Korea, but I really like Haru. So, um, it's a very pretty name in my opinion. So I named my stuffed animal Haru. After having it for a whole last year, I was like, I finally give you a name. Name Haru. There are other two. One of them is called Yang Yang. The other one, I gave it a name, but I forgot the name. So I will be a terrible mother in the future because I will forget my own child's name. It took me a whole last year to name one of them. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but back to like what I was saying. Because of how like all those kids acted and like how they... I also like, pay attention to kids a lot when I go out and like when they misbehave or they don't want to listen and then the parents are just busy talking or on their phone I'm like bro your child is a demon child what are you doing bro right why are you not doing something <laughs> and then a lot of the kids are just very very mean and I'm like bro I'm very thankful by the way my mother brought me up even though it's very very traumatic It gives me pain. It gives me the childhood that nobody wants. But it's okay. I'm a good girl now. I try to think that I'm a good girl. I have a potty mouth, but my parents don't have to know that. To them, the only thing I know to say is die and stupid. That's all. Anyways. So yeah, I'm very like, grateful to my parents. Because they taught me something <laughs> in a very, very painful way. But I learned it because it was painful. And I, I was able to kind of like apply it. to my life and I know like okay the boundaries of when you go to someone's house only if they allow you to touch something you touch it if they don't allow you you sit put in your place and if they offer you a drink because only when you can drink the drink if they don't offer you anything don't go there and say abang saya nak tetare satu no you cannot do that because your mother might slap you when you go back home <laughs> Like, those are the things that I'm very grateful my parents taught me. But, like I said, my parents are also the reason why I want to kill myself, right? <laughs> I have an amazing mother, but my mother also grew up with a lot of, like, childhood trauma. Talking about her past is actually way more painful. Because you think about, it's like this whole story and your heart literally aches for her. Like, I feel so bad. <laughs> Like, every time she tells me about it, I'm like, your family deserves to burn in fucking hell. But, you know, I, I still love you and I learn and, I, and I'm very understanding about it. 
so i yeah the older i get the more i fight back like i talk back to her and i just say shit and before this my mother was actually very very like strict and she's very like you know she's she doesn't take things well like if you say something you cannot call her she or her when she when you guys are in a fight like if you if my dad would call me right like when we get into a fight or something my mom would call my dad and she has a very victim like she plays with them a lot and so <laughs> she calls my dad she's like your daughter is disgusting <laughs> My dad would call me and they're like, what is going on? I'm like, I don't know. She just started to freak out. <laughs> and my, dad, my mom would turn around and she's like, she? And then she'll scream so that my dad can hear on the phone. She's calling me she. Who calls the mother she? And I'm like, what else am I supposed to address you? My mi amor, mi mador. I'm, I'm talking about you, man. Do you, do you have different pronouns? They, them, him, her. What the fuck? I don't know. Right, my mom used to be very, very sensitive, but now she's not. And <sighs> yeah, I love her a lot, ma. I love my parents a lot. But the older they grow, the more painful my life is. <laughs> like my mom and I get into fights over like we get into argument over the tiniest thing. So like one time, like last year, I went to the bank and I went to take out money. I went to check my balance as well. Right? And then my mom, like, the bank, okay, so this is okay when the bank is empty, but the bank, there was still a lot of people, like, actually it was very, like, it was kind of packed at the moment, at that time, sorry. <laughs> at the time it was very packed, like, there was a lot of people, I remember this specifically around Christmas time, and until this was kind of packed, like, there was a lot of people, and then my mom, <laughs> she, she then just walked up to me, she's like, so how much balance you got? And then I was like, Ma, can you wait? And it's like, why? How much balance you got? It's like, how much is your balance? And I'm like, no, honey. Honey, you need to wait, honey. And then I, I kind of just got mad at her because I'm like, can you wait? And then she, she's like, oh, okay. And then we went out of the bank and she's like, well, why were you so disrespectful towards me? I'm like, bro, we were in a bank. How am I supposed to tell you? in a bank that's full of people how much is my balance and she's like why do you not have a lot of money and you're so ashamed to say it out loud i'm like no it's not if i have money or not in my bank it's that the bank still had people and you will never know which one of them is actually gonna you know take your money from you <laughs> i don't know if i what i'm saying makes sense but it's not okay to like yell out your bank balance even if you only have 50 cents inside your bank right it's not okay to yell it out in public especially while you're still inside a bank with your card still out and your money still out or anything and anything while it's going on with a bank that has people inside to like scream out your balance because it's not it's not smart in the sense that you don't know (laughs) Who is gonna listen and then be like, okay, I found my next target, the next person to like, you know, go and target and get your money. You know, you don't know. Even if it's like a very significantly big amount or a small amount. So I, I was trying to explain that to her. 
And she was like, Oh, you're looking at standard now, is it? I'm like, what? What? What's standard? Uh, what? And she was like, she said something like along the lines of screaming and yelling at me, like, "Oh, you're ashamed of me. Like, what's so shameful about telling pe- telling me your bank balance in a bank?" <laughs> and then along the lines of that, she said, "I will never trust you when I get old. Like, this is not." I I will never trust this family, and then I, I without thinking I said, well at least this family is better than yours, <laughs> and then she was like, bitch, what you say, like what the fuck she what what the audacity you know, but she was actually very pissed off at me because um, like I said my mother doesn't have the greatest family, there's a lot of abuse. And you know this is a very painful and not a great family. Like my mother was disowned by her own fucking family. So when she said that, like I'm not gonna trust this family. Like the family that she lives in now, and like she she's implying that we are not gonna take care of her, right? When she's older, she's implying that. And I was like, well, at least you are better than the family that you used to live in which disowned you at a very young age and abused you <laughs> and then she was like so pissed off and then we wanted so it was around christmas time because um my mom wanted to go and get like christmas decorations so she when we arrived at like the place where you buy the decorations my mom my mom <laughs> i don't know i think she reflected on what she said and she was like uh and sorry about earlier i'm like oh, okay yeah it's cool um I'm still pissed, but um, it's cool. <laughs> Just don't do that fucking thing again. <laughs> and yeah, I like a lot of things like that happen, but it's very like resolved very quickly. But the one thing I don't like talking about, like talking to about, like I don't know, like I don't like telling my parents that I'm sick or I need help mentally because I did that and um. The the reaction that I got wasn't something that I was expecting, <laughs> so I will tell the one where I'm sick first, and then the mental health thing later. So I'm um, growing up. I don't. I always like pretended to be sick to get out of school when I was younger, when I still hated school, and with that, I cannot understand why my parents have a hard time believing me when I say I'm sick. But with that also, it takes them a while to actually realize that I'm actually sick. So a lot of the times, when I go up to them in the early stages of me falling sick, I'm like, um, I'm sick, and then they're like, No, you're not. Go back, go to bed. You have school tomorrow. <laughs> and then the early stages, they ignore me. They don't actually listen to me. And then after when shit gets bad, when I start throwing up. When I stop acting like myself, where I start to actually look like I'm on the verge, I'm like on my deathbed. That's when they decide, oh shit, my daughter does not look fine. She looks like she's there's something wrong with her. Does she look like she what? Is this what she normally looks like? I don't know. She looks like an idiot every time, but I don't know now. Is there any different? Like they only take me to the hospital when shit gets bad. And when shit hits the fan, they're like, "Oh shit, our daughter is not okay." And then, <laughs> on the way to the emergency room, this is my dad, my father, my amazing father. My father would be like, "Don't let her fall asleep. She might actually die." 
<laughs> he would just tell my mom, don't let her fall asleep. Make sure that she's awake. <laughs> she might die in the process. I'm like, bro, I'm tired. Let me sleep. You ignored me all this while and now you're saying that I might die. I don't know why I'm having an Indian accent. My parents do not have an Indian accent. But somehow, I watched a bit of Indian accent to talk. So now I'm Indian accent. Okay, okay. Yeah, my dad, my dad would just say that. And I'm like, I'm not gonna die. But I wanna sleep, bro. Even though I've been in three near-death experiences. One of them where I actually almost died. But um, just so happened to be in the hospital at the right time. So I'm kind of, kind of wish that I was like a better minute or a two minute late so that I, I would have actually died instead of living because living is very painful. I don't like living. I'm surprised that I'm still alive and I'm not lying. Like, no, I'm not lying. I'm surprised that I'm still alive. Man, I cannot believe this. Okay, so the whole time my dad yeah, so like they they don't do anything until like shit gets really really bad, and so every year I'll at least get hospitalized or like put in a very like you need to take care of your child situation at least once or twice a year, and like so I guess like my my turn like at least once or twice a year right so and then after that like when I get sick it's just like. I'll give her some Panadol or something kind of sick. But then now I cannot take Panadol or anything because I'm allergic allergic to 80-90% of medications. So, (laughs) I don't know how I'm going to survive in this world if I cannot take medications. Deadass. Like, I'm not kidding. So, yeah. Now I'm going to tell you about what happened initially, like, yesterday in my family. Mm-hmm. So on Saturday morning when I woke up, I um okay on Saturday, on the weekends I wake up like really really late in the af like I wake up around the earliest that I wake up is actually twelve p.m. The latest that I woke wake up is three p.m. So that Saturday I woke up at one close to two p.m. and I woke up with a very terrible headache and with this very painful feeling of you know when you go swimming and you put your head underwater and then you just take in like a deep like you inhale like really really hard actually just inhaling water like when you inhale water and it goes straight up your head like it feels like it hit your brain and came, if you can give a high five to your brain and then it came back down that that that's the kind of pain that i feel that i felt since saturday morning and i didn't have flu or anything at first until my mom in the afternoon she was like i gave the dog food already go and clean their poopoo and so <laughs> i went to clean your shit right and the back, so I have a coalesce garden, like a lane. It's actually quite big, but it's divided in two sections. So because my dogs, my mom won't let them to be at the front of the house where like there's a lot of plants and it's like really green and beautiful. My mom won't let them there because they will ruin every single thing that's beautiful 
and make it into a whole ass shit show Alright, so it's divided and so the front is like the very beautiful like greenery part where there's actually actually like leaves on the ground like the 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 soil looks very very good and then the half where my dogs live it's a whole ass desert you know sahara desert but it's not my desert neither is it my name but it's very similar to my name i have a whole ass desert that i can call sahana desert and it's my garden half of it, half of it is a fucking desert right <laughs> so you can imagine like the, the the ground is like the soil is kind of like sand in a sense like so yeah i was sweeping the leaves oh yeah like we have trees growing there somehow i don't know how but somehow there's trees there and so the leaves they fell down you know they they they, they lose their leaves like how we lose hair yeah they fall down and so i will i'll clean it and so when i was cleaning like i said my when i oh yeah yeah so i, f- I forgot to mention so with that headache of like feeling the feeling of what when water goes inside your head um i don't know if i'm doing a great job ex- explaining things i don't even know if i'm doing a great job at talking but you know the pain <laughs> when you inhale water wa- water water i don't know water water yeah water um that kind of pain so i had that pain every time i breathe through my nose <laughs> so every time i breathe in and breathe out with my nose i feel that pain and that pain i've been through a lot of pains in my life physical pain emotional pains and the physical pain that my mother has put me through to discipline me and the physical pains that I felt at school even though I was actually a very good student I really got whacked but when I did it was actually very very painful <laughs> so like those pains compared uh, compared to those pains and my migraine that was shitty that was very very painful so I didn't so the whole day I didn't breathe through my nose and every time I accidentally do I just fall into this very painful part of me and i i was using my mouth to breathe like a fish uh, the fish used their mouth no fish have gills sana fish have gills are you dumb i know you are dumb it's okay it's okay sana you dumb you dumb bitch anyways so like yeah i i was using my mouth oh yeah like little kids kids don't use their nose to breathe for some reason they all use their mouth and they're like <gasps> <laughs> what they're doing will you breathe like that bro yeah like so like kids when they use their mouth to breathe that was what i was doing so when i was sweeping the floor the the the, the desert like all the the, the 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 soil things they went through my mouth Right, and I started having like cough and I, I kind of started having flu from that. And I don't know how the flu part came, but I kept coughing. <laughs> and then at night, my nose just started getting congested and I couldn't breathe. Like, not at all, but I could breathe. But because my nose was congested, when the snot went in, it felt like it went to my brain instead of the back of my throat like how it should be right 
So I was just a very a lot of pain, and then on Sunday I wasn't looking great. Oh yeah, not to mention on Saturday night, my brother took me out to watch um Raya and the Last Dragon, and it was an amazing movie, bro. Bro, my name's in bro. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so Raya and the Last Dragon actually is very very good. So if you want to watch it, go. It's actually very funny, but it's like a very typical. Disney princess movie, but it's also very nice. Raya is very very pretty. She a pretty beast. She's very very pretty. Why is Raya so pretty? Oh, Mulan is also very pretty. The girl who acted in Mulan. She hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now that I've confessed to my love to Mulan and Raya, <laughs> so I may read to me out to watch um a movie and. No, I didn't catch anything from the movie theater, but throughout the movie I was also in pain, so I was grabbing my head a lot. I was also very self-conscious about how I looked, even though like the movie theater only had like a few people inside, not a lot of people. I was still very insecure and self-conscious, so I kept grabbing my hair as well. But <laughs> yeah, so keep that in mind. Like the theater part is gonna play a part in the argument that's gonna come up. So on Saturday. Uh, no Sunday, I was not in the greatest shape. I <laughs> couldn't really function as well, and I was just shitty. Um, yeah, I um, I woke up and I told my mom I was in pain, and then she gave me medication. She said go to sleep, and I went to sleep. Oh yeah, the medication that she gave me is pretty much just sleeping pills. They 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 they, I don't know. She said it's for flu. I don't know how it works because my flu only got worse. The only thing that pills actually helped me with was to sleep. So I have a hard time falling asleep. Those pills will come in very very handy, but um, I don't think I'm allowed to eat it because I might die from it. <laughs> but she gave me one tiny pill and I took it and then I went to sleep and I woke up like really late at night. My mom forced me to get up. She was like, "Get up." You're sleeping for so many, so so long. So many hours already passed by. Go and eat your dinner. So I um I couldn't eat. <laughs> I woke up. I couldn't really eat. I went downstairs and then I just sat there at the dining table and I just I just sat there. <laughs> my mom was taking a shower, so she chased me out of her room. I I was in my room. I was sleeping in my room, and then she forced me to wake up. So I. Migrated to her room instead, and then, and then she's like, "Okay, I have to shower, so get out." And then um, I migrated downstairs to the dining table, and then when I heard my mom unlock her door, which meant she was done with her shower, I went back upstairs with the little amount of energy that I had, and I, I knocked on the door. I was like, "Can you sit with me while I eat dinner? So like, accompany me, right?" I took a little bit of rice. Um, my mom made egg sambal, and I forgot what the other thing was. But I couldn't eat. I literally took like one, one bite, and I couldn't eat. I felt like throwing up. I was very nauseous. I just didn't feel great. Like everything that was going inside of me just didn't feel good, and so. I, I, I kind of like sat there, limp, and my mom wasn't looking at me. 
instead she went to the hall and she was watching TV. She was on YouTube. She turned on the, the Android TV and she she turned on the YouTube and she was watching YouTube and she was laughing. She was very happy. And then she got pissed when she saw me. <laughs> I was like, can I eat? He's like, what's wrong? Why you cannot eat now? Huh? <laughs> and I just didn't feel good. He's like, why? Why are you not feeling good? Huh? <laughs> she, she was about to scream at me, but... Yeah, she was screaming at me already. So I was, and I just... With the little energy that I had, I, I told her, I screamed back at her, actually. I was like, when you were sick... So my mom had gastric for three weeks. Because I don't know why she has gastric for three weeks. She had gastric for three weeks. And we had to like freaking baby her, run up and down the stairs, getting her shit. Right? <laughs> so I yelled at her, when you were sick for three weeks, did any one of us scream at you like you were screaming at me now? And she just shut up. And then I was like, I cannot eat this anymore. It, there was literally nothing on my plate. She was like, okay, leave it for your dad. Because my dad had just came back home and he went to take a shower. And then I was like, okay, I washed my hands. Yeah, I use my hand to eat because I'm Indian and I live in an Indian house household where we use our hand to eat. Because it's weird when you use your spoon to eat an Indian cuisine. So yeah, my, I went to wash my hand and I refilled my water. And I wanted to walk towards her. And then I just stopped and I stared at her and she was just so focused on the TV instead of me. I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna go upstairs. So I did, I went upstairs and I went to bed. My mom was like, come here, come here. I'm like, bitch, no. I went upstairs, I went to bed. And then my brother, <laughs> he came downstairs and he started screaming at my parents like, what are you gonna do? Like, she's not feeling well. Like, when you were sick, we did everything for you. Why why, why is it so hard for you to take her to a doctor or something? You know, she, she's been complaining about pain since yesterday and like the whole day. She couldn't even eat today. Like, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> and then they got into a fight. And I just went to my room and I just, like, turned off the lights and everything. and turned on my aircon and I went to sleep. And then my dad came in and he checked my temperature and he was like, you're not sick. And he, he went out. He was like, fuck you. <laughs> right? And then on Monday, I woke up. I I did my thing, you know, I try not to show that I was sick, that I wasn't feeling well. I just did everything quickly and I just, you know, as much as I can avoid talking to my mom and just like avoid human interaction because every second of the day I felt like I was about to die. So I, I did my best to avoid a lot of things and then Monday went by trouble free and then yesterday yesterday came by and yesterday I wasn't feeling so good either so um, while I'm at home I'm not as privileged as all the other kids who have mothers or maids to clean their own house no I'm not that privileged um, if I stay at home the house needs to be squeaky clean when my mother comes back home or not I will be disowned so <laughs> I clean the house every day and while I was cleaning I can feel myself just slowly about to pass out so I had to stop every time to like catch my breath or to like sit down or lay down and just drink some water and 
Yesterday, yeah, so when my mom came back home, I kind of told her, like, I couldn't eat as well because my dad bought me chili me. And to my friends who know that I am obsessed, that I love, that I'm obsessed to the point that my father told me to get married to the chili me uncle's son instead so that every night for dinner, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I can have chili me. So you know I'm obsessed with that shit, right? So my dad bought me chili me for lunch and... I couldn't finish it. Like, something that I love to eat, I couldn't finish it. And I, I gave it to my brother because, like, they came back home. And so I was like, yo, you can eat it. I cannot eat it at all. And then I told my mom, like, hey, I'm not feeling so good. And my brother was kind of, my brother was also in the conversation. So he was like, yeah, like, watch as, you know. And now she's like, he says something along the line of, like, they won't do anything now. And I'm like, yeah until something bad happens and then my mom the moment I say until something bad happens my mom started freaking out and she started saying a lot of bullshit and then she used she used the victim card she also used like the pay attention to me card I don't know what's that card but she said she started comparing shit like she said I have cancer so I have it worse like what's so wrong with her and then she just started saying really mean things to me she's like you eat like a pig, like you eat spicy shit, like what the fuck is wrong with you? And then I didn't talk to her the whole time, like she was just yelling at me. Usually I would like, I would snap back like, what you say? <laughs> but yesterday I just really just couldn't, I couldn't muster up that, that, that energy to go back at her. So my brother was just doing all the talking for me. I was just, eh. I was just there. I just did whatever remaining chores that I had and then I just went upstairs and then I took a shower and my mom left for church because she's a very holy person. She goes to church every single freaking day. I uh, I don't know what she does. She always says to me that, you know, you're such a disrespectful kid and shit. But then she goes to church and then she she's also she, she also says very mean things to me. Um yesterday she told me that um while while she was screaming and yelling at me for not feeling well she was like I don't care if we die <laughs> so I'm like what do you do at church do you tell kids that you don't care that they die <laughs> I'm like what the fuck you do at church bro which is also why I don't want to go to church or neither do I want to be a Christian anymore I said no it's fine I much rather think of something that's more logical and more common sense but um taram sorry <laughs> So yeah, um, I, I, I waited for her to leave and everything. I took a shower and everything. And then I went to bed. My mom came back home and she was like, okay, come have dinner with me. And then I was like, oh, okay. I didn't actually eat because I really couldn't eat a single thing. Like everything that went inside of me. This sounds so wrong. Everything that um, I eat... <laughs> comes right back out through my mouth to my esophagus it's like pew out you know so um i didn't eat but my mom did make tetare for my brother and i already drank mine like an hour or so earlier my brother didn't drink his he was already asleep so i drank his one instead and i think barely an hour went by after drinking my brother's tetare I started feeling very, very nauseous and accompanied by nausea, I was also like, okay, sorry, what did I fucking say? So I had a headache and then it was accompanied by nausea. Um, Side note, I stopped having flu 
on monday so everything stopped on monday like the flu part um yeah the flu part stopped on monday so i didn't have flu or anything so with that we can tell you that it's not corona and i don't know i don't know how you're going to i don't know how to prove to you that i don't have corona because people are like, oh my gosh is she has corona no i don't do not have corona because if i did my mother would have died a long time now <laughs> Um, my mother is a cancer patient, so I'm reflect so faster than it affects me. But yeah, um, so like my flu everything stopped, right? So I was, and barely an hour passed by. I I I had like this huge headache. Like it felt like someone was drilling a hole into my head, in like through with a a hole drill from my scalp going into my head, and it was very very painful. I still feel it, but I somehow have the energy and the joy to talk to you. But before that pain, the pang, the pain hit me. I was actually very, very energetic, and I, I was in a relatively good mood because I was watching Netflix, I was on TikTok and stuff like that. I was feeling slightly better, and after like the whole barely an hour went by after drinking data and everything i was just feeling very nauseous and my head was just hurting really bad and it hurt so bad to like breathe in with my nose and so i started throwing up like i was throwing up a lot and by that time there was nothing in my system but somehow i just kept throwing up and i managed i couldn't go to sleep at all because it was so painful so after throwing up and everything i tried my best to fall asleep and i did and this morning when i woke up i still had a lot of pain and i wanted to show up and i did show up like the whole thing was very painful especially like the chores part because i i really just felt like dying and i also had class today i have vocal class today <laughs> so i had to leave the house and go for class and my brother took me to class today and After going to class, I felt slightly more better, cause I got to talk to my friends and um, yeah, I felt slightly more better. And after like after my class and everything, the moment I went into the car, my pain and everything that I was feeling like the whole day came rushing back to me. I feel like when I was talking to my friends and like now I'm doing this podcasting. I'm very distracted by different things, but the moment that I'm done with like talking and thinking, the pain comes back, which is why I keep distracting myself with different things. And so, like when I got in the car, I was so nauseous, and the moment I came back home, everything just got worse. And I just, I literally was avoiding my mom. <laughs> I was like, I love you, mom, but I didn't need to go upstairs. Oh yeah, my mom and I are okay now, but. I I just didn't want I don't want to talk about what happened yesterday. <laughs> I was like, Fine. yeah. So I came upstairs and I, I'm in my room, and then I was feeling very nauseous before this as well. But after I sat down to record the podcast, I feel a little bit more better. But I cannot guarantee you that this very good feeling will come back unless I distract myself again. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I've been feeling, and um. If you're wondering if I told my parents that I've been throwing up or something, no, I've not told them because I, after yesterday, um, the only thing that I learned is, one thing from the past that will never change, is that. No matter how sick I get, it's until they notice that I'm sick, is when they will actually care, 
and I always told this to them like you guys don't notice like you guys don't do anything when I tell you I'm sick until you notice that it gets really really bad and you're always like no my god you're telling them we're terrible parents I'm like no it's not that you're terrible parents it's just that when things get bad is when you are like oh shit my daughter does not look okay <laughs> that's the only time you guys like oh shit something is wrong with her yeah that's like a whole sickness thing with my parents and other than that they are also very good but you know my dad annoys me a lot <laughs> i don't like it when he picks me up from school um he i feel like i'm talking bad about my mom no i'm not saying that my parents are terrible parents they are amazing like people who have been part of my life and especially my friends they know that i praise my parents a lot and i love them a lot and they're actually very, very good and very sweet but then there are times where they are not and then when i rant about it they're like oh, okay rent no rent yeah when i rent no when i rent mm-hmm. not among us though not not the among us rent but like um, i let out my gears no okay that sounds so wrong where i um okay no whatever i say is going to sound wrong so um when i decide to talk about it people know that i'm not trying to bash my parents because i always I always love them and I, that that won't change and I always thank them for the life that I'm living today. It was just that their toxic habits that affect both my brother and my life a lot. Yeah, so that this is one of them. And I know I was like, oh, fuck. I, I, I feel like I went off topic. I was talking about parents. I, I mean, I still am, but you get what I'm saying, like, These are one of the things. This is one of the bigger things that I feel very scared to talk about with my parents. And then the next thing which is mental health. My brother happened was able to get help with his mental health health because my brother is part of the LGBTQ community and my parents know about it and my parents are in a denial telling no he's straight bitch I'm like okay if you think so that's the only reason why they're like oh you wanna go and see a therapist you wanna get diagnosed okay we support you but last year when I was crying out for help I was, I, I was crying to my dad I was like I am fucking suicidal I am ready to pull the trigger and my father <laughs> The wonderful and amazing man told me that I don't feel a single thing when you tell me that you're going to kill yourself. Because it's stupid and it's a sin to me. Because in Christianity, that if you kill yourself, it's a sin. I think it's the same for a lot of other um, beliefs. But um, this is very stupid. You're like, why would you want to kill yourself? <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you the one who's living in my life? <laughs> no, right. Then shut up. Right. So my dad was like, I'm not going to feel regret or the the feeling of, I need to be a better father now unless you actually killed yourself. Then I'll feel regret. Then I'll feel I should be a better father. That's, that's what this amazing man told me. The same man who said this to me is the same man who was like, I don't trust you when I grow older. I know you're going to throw me in a retirement home, so I'm going to save my money now so that when I grow older, I don't have to deal with you. I'm like, bro. Bro. I don't even know if I'm alive by the time that you get old enough to enter. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, what, what he's saying. I, I feel so 
because my dad like my brother told me this the older our father gets the worse everything gets <laughs> like the things that seemed okay back then is going to get worse i'm so happy that i'm done in school because if my father picked me up from school every day and send me to school every day i would be dead by now <laughs> thank you pandemic for saving my life because i would not have survived in this day if my dad was still sending me to school and picking me up from school if covid didn't exist exist i would have killed myself by now like i wouldn't be alive i would have sat for spm and then last day of the paper after i finished my paper i would have jumped off the whole ass building and be like okay bye bye <laughs> my job here is done and i would have just left because that was my plan all along but i didn't do it you know why corona and i miss thank you miss rona um you kind of saved me but at the same time your bitch <laughs> yeah so i mean like yeah so th- that's kind of like how my mental health was cuz like every time i tried like there was one time where i was like literally crying out for help and my mother came back home laughing like she she just told me it it, it doesn't matter like it's nothing and she just laughed it off as though like her daughter telling her that she wants to die is nothing wow amazing i would have <laughs> i was talking about this with my 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 vocal teacher who also happens to be my friend i was telling him this he was like you only have like one try and if you don't actually kill yourself you might end up paralyzed and you cannot do anything then you you're paralyzed like you can't die neither can you move to kill yourself again and like oh shit yeah one wrong move and i might get paralyzed i didn't die and it's actually a very funny topic you have to be there to think that it's funny but if you think it's funny now thank you you and i share the same humor but if you don't i'm sorry bro i'm sorry you have a perfect life and you don't understand what i'm saying but yeah Um, that's kind of how my mental health, the mental health has been. I've been suicidal since I was like a kid. Like I was eight. Since I was eight, I just wanted to kill myself so bad. <laughs> I tried so many ways. Like my parents, I, 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 I dad has asked my dad, which like where, which part of a person do you need to like, which part of the neck do you need to like put pressure on to kill a person, like to choke them. My dad told me. And then the same night, uh, while everybody everybody was asleep, I was doing that to myself. I was tr- I was I was trying to kill myself. I was too dumb to realize that my brain is gonna stop me anyways. But I I I I was, I was a good sport man. I I every night I will try with shoelace. I will try suffocating myself. I will contemplate on getting up and go to the kitchen and stab myself. But then I was too scared because it was dark. And then on when there was still when there was daylight and my mother was in the shower, I would stand in the kitchen with a knife. Like, do I do I how do I do this? Like, do I just go? Do I? What do I do? <laughs> But yeah, um, that's pretty much how my childhood has been. My mental health has not been the best, but I cannot completely blame it on my parents. It's also a lot of different. things that correspond to it and it's also like me but my parents have been great i mean 
if you think about it they have been great but and then if you think about it again they have not been great they just been in a silver lining they just very toxic <laughs> and somehow i'm still living and i can't blame it on them but their parents their parents are very toxic my mom parents were toxic her siblings were toxic my dad's parents were actually very toxic so no his dad died in early age his mother was toxic yeah so that that is pretty much it <laughs> i don't know what else to say i i wanted to talk about parents and then i ended up talking i i did i don't know if i did someone if you guys listen i i a lot of the time when i post these things you guys actually dm me I'm like hey i like your episode three and then you guys tell me how much you guys like relate and stuff like that it's very sweet i actually love it like, i feel appreciated and i don't feel like an idiot but if you understand and you kind of no like did i actually stay in my topic did i like leave off topic cuz like my time is about to be up and then i might need to do a part 2 if i'm not in topic if i'm off topic please let me know dm me but um yeah that's pretty much it um i hope you understand me throughout this episode and i hope you kind of got to relate to me and i hope that it gave you some kind of light like i feel like one thing about people is that No matter how shitty life is, do something to make yourself feel better. A lot of people are like, Sana, why do you like K-pop? Why do you buy so many fucking albums? Why, why do you have so many posters? Why do you frame them? Um, why do you like K-R&B? Why do you like K-hip-hop? And I'm like, bro, those are the only things that were able to get me through 2020 and 2018 and 2019. Like, those were the things where I found me and... buying an album you don't know if you listen like if, if anybody if you listen to an artist and you buy their album and you wait for it to arrive and when it arrive you unpackage it and you look at it and you touch it and you're like oh my god so pretty and then you put it on display and every night before you go to bed you just look at it and be like i paid money for that shit that shit is good shit is kind of that feeling like it's the feeling of ease where you know you 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 feel good and to me it's kind of like a distraction when i order shit when i order my albums and when they arrive and i'm like before they arrive so when they are in the process of getting like you know post lajun <laughs> it's like the the distraction the anticipation of waiting for that instead of focusing on the bad things in my life i'm like i can't wait to get my winner my icon my dean <laughs> all this fucking albums cuz you know it's nice and then when you open it it's kind of like christmas you know you get a lot of shit in them and if it's worth the money in my opinion and you get to do a lot of shit with them you get to decorate your room with them like for me i took out the cd's and decorated my wall with them but i didn't stick the cd on the wall i used something to hold the cd on the wall so the cd doesn't even touch the wall it's literally just levitating and it's good anyways um if you're having a bad day buy yourself something do something that makes you feel good and happy for me is buying albums <laughs> or actually just singing and playing the guitar even if i'm bad <laughs> or writing because i suck at it that's fine and this podcast it helps me so yeah that's pretty much people i keep saying this i don't know how many times i said this but that's pretty much it thank you for listening and i hope you enjoyed um See you when I see you. Bye-bye.